Welcome to Chant It Down Radio. ChantItDownRadio.com is the website. I'm your host, Loomis. Today's episode is 159 with Matt Landman, the creator of Frankenskies, the movie. I titled this episode, Darkness, an Opportunity for the Light. Today, we discuss the vaccine. We discuss the world after COVID, psyops in the truth movement, radiation, and solutions to try to get out of this mess. Down radios coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands, coming from the perspective of complete freedom, coming from wisdom outside the system, and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept from the truth, so Channel Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole, cause what you see real life, you're watching this world unfold, the truth in need that lies, rekindling what's been stole, the need to free one's mind, uncover the truth exposed, so people see the light, let's shut it down so we can know, it's simple, we just break it down a little bit so we can process all, make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode, and it's beneficial so we can get this kind of growth, and get the future we just want to start the whole thing With the message in this city, we can start a post Taking in the simulating, getting lots of numbers Waking up the population, try to stop hypnosis Welcome to Chant Down Radio Where we deprogram from the deep program And be a free nomad with a deep romance And a free homeland where the people advance Let me see a show of hands to defeat the whole planet And make the evil ones scram You found yourself here, so maybe you're meant to be here My guest today is Matt Landman The creator of Frankenskies, no stranger to the show, a real activist in EMF protection and awareness and a superb truth speaker and no stranger to the show. I think, Matt, you've been on the show at least four times, so welcome back. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure and it's a real opportunity nowadays um, to get the truth out, to, to really speak the truth. Um, so I'm really happy to anyone listening and giving us the opportunity to shed some light on this world of darkness we're all living in right now. Yes. I mean, it's it's a must because we have to be beacons of light in this closing in hand that we are in here and the darkness is shrouding us. But, you know, there there's a lot of people listening now uh, since last year with everyone so involved in COVID too last year. Uh, Things happen behind the scenes. I'm sure you're aware of that. You know, hundreds more 5G towers went up. They stopped. They never stopped spraying our skies. That just kept going on, of course. And you know, I, it just ramped up. The we got all kinds of crazy looking towers here in Honolulu. That I like. What the hell are these things now? The, all this Orwellian surveillance and draconian laws came out, all in the excuse of this virus with a 99% survival rate, and it became illegal to do normal things like breathe air, and the, what has reality, I mean, basically, it's just become a insane reality, and I guess I should ask you first, how has it pushed your activism? Oh, uh, well, first of all, I didn't want to start off the show saying it was a world of darkness. I just was, was I'm, all, I'm always on this realization of the polarity and the dualistic nature of where we live and i really do see a lot of darkness right now but it's an opportunity for the light so don't get me wrong i'm always really positive and optimistic and for the activism it's it's actually and i bet you may feel similarly well first of all we never wanted it all to be true you know i'm sure you feel the same way i was i'm sure you wanted to 
um, live your life, which I don't know you super well, but I do know some about you and, and that you're cool and that you um, had some chemtrail activism way before I was even awake to chemtrails and that you're living in Hawaii and that um, I bet, <laughs> just knowing a little bit about you and a lot of listeners and what have you, I bet that you probably didn't want this to happen, even though you've been preaching the truth and warning people and it is some sort of gratifying, there's no way that, you know, I think you probably wanted to just have, keep your life going the way that it was going. But every one of us truth bringers, seekers, um, ex exposers, or whatever you want to call us, <clears throat> activists, right when COVID hit, our lives became totally different. We shifted in a whole new direction because so many opportunities have now blossomed. I see the COVID world, this weird alternate timeline, this dystopia that we're on, it's fertile soil for the seeds that we've been planting. And I'll say it again and again throughout the show because it's really a hope-bringing message. So in this darkness, it's like, oh no, doom and gloom, oh no, is it really Agenda 2030 like we thought and all this stuff? No, we've been bringing this truth of whatever it may be, you know, the fluoride and what have you, but it really it's the open-mindedness and thinking for yourselves and seeing the lightness and the dark and seeing the world that we live in and acknowledging it and not hiding it, hiding from it. And now the seeds that we planted and, the, and those people that were on the fence or those people that wanted to turn a blind eye, those seeds are now in, in fertile soil. I don't, you know, care what you say or who you are or whether you want to deny it, but the, the environment has given the opportunity for these uh, seeds to, you know, sprout and what have you. And it's up to the person now if they, if it's their destiny or if they want to acknowledge it for what it is and whatnot, and whatnot, because the media is really, you know, yeah, long story short, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. It's amazing. I'm very glad that I've spent the past five, six years as a devoted activist. I know you've spent more time as an activist than I, um, I was kind of putzing along as a, a normal kind of Joe until I really woke up and gave it my all, you know, hundred percent of my, my life at, you know, pretty much. And I'm, I'm very, you know, in a, in a way I'm glad that we have this opportunity. It's weird and it's been weird. And when it first happened, I was flooded with, with messages and questions, you know, what's happening, what's happening, what's next, what's next. And it was quite frustrating, you know, people that never even called me, they knew my number, you know, and I, and I just said, it's, it's BS, you know, that's all I could say. And I didn't know what to predict or what have you. And when they said two weeks, I said, well, that's BS. And when they said everything, I said, well, that's BS. And here we are. And it's still a bunch of BS. So, um, at the end of the day, it's been gratifying and amazing. I mean, for my comp, for instance, I could have launched my EMF protective clothing line and it could have flopped and I'd, you know, be, I don't know what, just a, a struggling filmmaker. But now I've got a company that I'm really proud of and it flourished because of COVID. It flourished because a lot of people thought that 5G had brought COVID or, or what have you when all that came out. And a lot of people were, um, they were blowing me up and it was really amazing. They were asking me, when are you going to come out with shirts? And I had never come out with shirts and I had just, I just had hats and phone pouches and it was a really small company. But when the people started 
like literally flooding my emails with these certain questions. When are you going to come out with baby blankets? When are you going to come out with, or I recommend you come out with texting gloves. I've come out with texting gloves since COVID and I don't promote them as antiviral or antifungal or whatever because of the silver, you know, but if you are a germ freak, they're pretty amazing, but they're texting gloves and they're the best in the world. And it never would have happened if it wasn't for COVID. There was this nice push because I lost my um, inhibitions, I guess. And I kind of dove all the way in um, with with the help of <laughs> destiny. I mean, with the help of everything, the stars aligned. It was it was quite the amazing experience. Um, and I don't think it. I don't think that my life would be the same without COVID. Now I'm. I mean, like right when it happened, I got like three thousand followers on Facebook. I had no idea what was going on. Like I was luckily not all caught up in it. And I was pretty grounded on a on a farm with some chickens, and I did some videos with chickens on my Facebook Live, and said, "Don't be a chicken, just relax." Like the fear is what's going to kill everybody, and yeah. nothing really happened. And I, you know, the government did its little clamp down. And I know I'm on a little tangent, but but I could talk about it forever. I've learned so much about my peers. Oh my gosh! And yeah. guess what? It's quite amazing. Everyone where I live, I live in Southern Oregon, in Ashland, Oregon now. And even when I was living in California, it's just the same. The people wearing the masks or two masks now, or even like <laughs> in a bubble, they're walking around in a bubble. They are not going to be handed a chemtrail flyer. You know what I mean? But the people that are out there showing their faces and walking amongst the crowds and really not afraid of anything, like your vibe attracts your tribe. Like people get to really find their um find their people right now find their yeah, real family you can pick a, you can pick them up right now just see see that it's not someone living in fear be like here here's yeah, this it's an, it's an amazing opportunity so we have this it's it, like it's a blessing and a curse so to answer your question it's been an amazing unbelievable journey i found out that these masks i've been really looking into the word magic because when i go to my co-op there's a security guard and he stands at the door with these blue masks that are um, one-time use surgical surgery masks, one-time use surgery masks, and they're lined with Teflon, which is the PTFE. You can look up PTFE, polytetrafluoroethylene. These PTFE masks, just look up PTFE mask and click uh, images on Google, and you'll see these blue masks along with a few other one-time use medical masks. And you're literally breathing through a film of Teflon, which is synthetic fluoride from China. So if this is off-gassing just a little bit, you're, you're literally huffing fluoride and you're putting another mask over it so you can't hardly breathe. But these aren't virus-related masks or anything like this. These are, are one-time-use medical masks. And the person standing there making sure you cover your face before you go buy your groceries is standing underneath a sign that says, In Trance. And you're literally bowing <laughs> to some, but yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, it's I, I'm just looking at the big picture, and you know, every some people will laugh at the conspiracy of it all, but also there's word magic, and the, the masses would never fall in line if there wasn't a lot of broadcasting of spells and witchcraftery going on right now to peep to to scare the crap out of people to peep people in this place of fear. I want to tell you a quick story, and then I'll pass the mic over to you. This was such a learning experience. When the COVID first, first, first happened, okay, I was like, whatever, this is dumb. And I was trying to keep the people around me out of a space of fear. And I was, you know, laughing at it all, especially when I saw in the newspaper, the headline was worst retail sales 
ever. And I'm like looking around and all the stores are shut. They, they shut up down all of our stores and then they tell us worst retail sales ever. I'm like, give me a break. The news is just like laughing at us. It like snapped me out of it to see the stupidity, you know, because of course, if every single store is told to shut down, it's going to be bad retail sales. Like, don't give me that headline and expect me to be all worried and buy your newspaper. It's like, that was the convincing factor for me that it was so ridiculous. But I went um, back to Northern California to visit some friends and my friend who worked in a juice bar who works am amongst the public, he claimed he wasn't that wigged out about it, but he was. He was so freaking spun out on the fear of all the frequency of fear that he was surrounded by and he was hunched, hunched over in fear. And I pulled him outside and I gave him a hug and snapped him out of it, you know? And he had been like that probably for a week's time and he was just inundated with the frequency of fear. Well, guess what? I picked it up off of him. I never thought it was even possible that it could be so contagious. And I went home and I um, honestly like had this like sketched out experience where I was so scared. All of a sudden I was like, what if it is real? What if I crash my car? What if I get pulled over when I drive? What if this, what if that? And it was, I was stuck in a frequency of fear, but I was able to snap out of it very quickly after a few hours. And guess what? I was able to look at it. You know, when people conquer their ego and the the id and all these things, it's by taking a step away and looking at it from another perspective and owning it and seeing the voices in your head basically or to see your ego and just, you know, to know what's what and to own your own destiny and not be like bossed around by by your subconscious like child self or what have you, you know? And yeah. so in this in this situation, I was able to stick take a step back and see, oh wow. People are stuck in a frequency. And then if, if you can see that there's a frequency of fear that you can get stuck in, you can see, well, we live in polarity and duality, and it's, it's not that hard to snap people out of it if they're willing. I mean, some people have been stuck in this space for the whole time, this whole year. Some people are literally lathering themselves up with the hand sanitizer and disrupting their hormones and hiding inside and hiding from sunlight and whatever, and there's going to be no wonder that they get sick in the fifth wave or sixth wave or whatever, huffing fluoride through these polytetrafluoroethylene, whatever. But at the end of the day, I saw frequency as a thing. It was so amazing and powerful for me to see it because I think that it's really, really deep in the realm that we live in. And if you can own your frequency, you can own the vibration, you can own the space in which your body resides, the, the harmonized frequency, your like, you know, uh, your water in your body can be harmonized to a certain frequency and you can elevate above a lot of this stuff even if there is some sickness going around or what have you, 5G and whatnot, I think you can really honestly own your frequency. There's a quote that says, when the storm comes, the only bird that does anything but hide is the eagle. The eagle rises above the clouds and finds the clearing above the clouds while the storm is raging and the other birds hide. And I advise people in this storm to like literally be the eagle and own your own frequency and don't let any of this stuff get to you and to see from that perspective of like there's good and there's bad and people are stuck in this fierce space where they can easily snap out of it, you know, and if we do own it and get out of there, we can, you know, own the other side, which is like love and encouraging hope and all these things and we can create a new. But yeah, thanks for that tangent. I just wanted to like share that experience, but also I want to get deep into the the rollout of 5G and what the COVID, how it corresponded with 5G and like who I am. I'm a, cons I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm an activist, right? And my primary 
focus was chemtrails because the, the voices in the chemtrail space weren't loud enough, in my opinion, and I wanted to make a really good movie about it. So I made Frankenskies that focused on the history, and it's really grounded weather modification documentary. If you haven't seen it, please check it out, frankenskies.com. I've got that one now that goes over to frankenskiesthemovie.com. But it's a really amazing expose, and if once you watch the first 20 minutes, it's self-evident that the weather is controlled and engineered. But then that segued into activism in other spaces, fluoride, because it's all connected. You know, the aluminum in the sky from the chemtrails connects to the aluminum in the vaccines, connects to the fluoride in the water and all these things. It's all inter interconnected in this dark umbrella web of of the Tavistock Institute, what you know, agenda, what have you. So eventually it led me to 5G and EMF radiation and bringing some light to that and what that non-ionizing accumulative radiation is and what 5G could do to the fertility, especially of the human race. And, and then I launched this company, Sparrow, which translates in Latin to hope. And it's a protective clothing line and what have you. So I have Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, gear.com and Sparrow Gear on Instagram. And, and that's a silver lining um, clothing line and what have you that we can get into and what not. But tell me about your end of the world. Have you all uh, bared witness to the weather modification of Texas? Are you worried about food shortages? Have your guys' gas prices gone up from it and stuff like that? Well, just going back a little bit before I get into that, just a little bit. Um, one thing that I, I want I to give you some props because um, even though I might have been into activism longer than you, I haven't been a hundred percent the whole time. I've been taking care of my family. You got, you know, this and that and full-time job and stuff. So I give you props for when you started doing this activism. I mean, you, you went a hundred percent, you made a movie, you did all these, this activism that it's gone, um, really far. So I definitely want to say that, you know, you are very inspirational in that because, um, you know, there are some people in this, I don't know what you kind of call it, truth movement that, uh, you know, have done here and there stuff. And then there's people like you or uh, let's say Matt Devlin, who once they know the truth, they just picked it up and ran with it. So I just want to give you props on that, first of all. And secondly, though, also, I just want to say too the um, the the owning of your own frequency going into the world like you were talking about. I've had to arm myself every day, even this morning when I went to the store before I had coffee because that's where I'm really vulnerable and I'm not as good a mood. I'm, anyway, so I, I have to really like think like, okay, if I'm going to be talked to because I've been an absolute nightmare to a lot of these people in the stores like not trying to wear a mask or not covering my nose and getting yelled at for this and that because you know that's just who I am. I'm, I'm going to resist this as much as I can. But going out there, arming yourself with information, but also being the the warrior in the way that you also try to give out love and not try to shake people into uh, the truth, like, you know, yelling at them, but just giving them tidbits that kind of snap them out of trance. And I found that that's really helpful. And uh, although I haven't had a great success in that because I live in Hawaii where most people are so compliant with the rule following, it's disgusting. I never knew Hawaii was that bad until this situation came about, but I'm very thankful for the people around me that keep me strong too, that help me through this because, um, yeah, we're, we're loners out here in Hawaii because 
I never saw Hawaii's population get so scared. Everyone wearing their mask, their face shield, their gloves, having their food delivered. It's been insane. As far as the the weather modification out here, I mean, it's been strange lately because we've had uh, so many, so many uh, spray days where uh, suddenly the weather shifts into violent winds and we're we're not seeing Hawaii weather. We're having days that are like highs of 76, which is not Hawaii weather. You know, we're usually a high of 80 in the in the in the winter time here. So it's been very strange. And just to add to what you were saying, too, a little bit ago about um, being uh, when this first came out, they sprayed us super hard. I think it was, you know, March of last year. And I got sick. And I, I swear I got sick from a direct correlation from a spray day where I just felt like my immune system started to deteriorate. And so because I didn't know enough about this at you know, the very beginning of all this, I thought, well, maybe I have it. So I got a little bit paranoid. But then I realized, like, wait, I'm not as sick as other times I've been sick. So I really had to, like you said, you know, rise above it and see that, you know, the flu still exists, the cold still exists, but they're taking all these statistics and putting it into something. And that's when I knew it wasn't a pandemic because if they have to inflate numbers and they have to make us convinced that it is, then it isn't. Because if it was, we'd see bodies on the streets. We'd see, we'd see people uh, dying that we know everywhere and we're not. I'm not saying there's not a virus, but I'm saying that definitely we would see we wouldn't need to have a PR department, the the mainstream media to tell us all this. So it's been crazy. But I mean, I guess I guess maybe I should ask you, what are your thoughts about COVID coming from 5G? And I've covered probably everything else in immense detail about this scam, but I never found a real strong link between the two. I, I don't doubt one one bit it can get us sick, that and you can link the introduction of new frequencies with outbreaks of sicknesses. But I haven't yet found like the actual link because a lot of places where people supposedly got sick, there wasn't full five G yet. So what what is your what are your thoughts on that, Matt? So that's a great question. And don't let me um, get sidetracked. I want to come back to that in just a, maybe like one minute. So, oh, yeah. so firstly, um, you talked about Hawaii and, and how everyone's masked up and it's just like a, a, a nightmare. And it has literally become a, a skill set to be able to find a way to meet people on their, at their level and introduce these, this information. You know, P- people are very defensive I've had protests in the town that I've, I'm in now and, and just holding a sign that says masks are dumb or masks, masks are stupid is one of the ma- signs. And, and I love your smile is another sign. And people get really um, supportive but also very agitated and upset. But, but I want to just say, if you can meet someone on their level, meaning your, your grandmother, your friend, your cousin, your, your grateful dead head, sister or, or aunt who still thinks the virus is real or whatever, you can meet them where they're at because you know them, you know, and you can plant these seeds of truth, of fact, in certain ways to not come off as a, as a crazy person and what have you, 
to find where you can meet them is a skill. And I advise people to really try to find that because there's so many truths that you can plant, like the flu is gone or whatever, but you do it in a calm way. To be very grounded, COVID-19 is the coronavirus disease of 2019. The coronavirus disease means common cold. So the COVID-19 is literally translates to the common cold of 2019. Now, I now I want to make it perfectly clear. I think every single person basically has been exposed to or can have the common cold. So you can take anybody, including yourself. That day that you got hit with the chemtrails, I think it's because your immune system got bogged down and you that you got you got sick because we all have all sorts of stuff inside of us. If you just get a microscope and look at your face, there's crazy things eating, crazy things doing all these crazy things. You know, we're a, a walking, talking biosphere of electromagnetic frequencies and also biology. And it's just, it's quite amazing and beautiful. But if one system breaks down, yeah, you can get the common cold because it's inside of us. But our immune system has that thing in check because it ain't no big deal. It's the coronavirus and a Clorox wipe can take care of it. You know, on the Clorox wipe, it says coronavirus on the back. But that will get fact-checked. On, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram now, but it's, it's real, the real deal. So I want to just kind of plant this seed with anybody listening because this is logic. This is very, very logical stuff. Say it's wintertime. You can take anybody outside in their underwear, stick them outside in the winter in like a winter storm. Maybe have them drink a little um, alcohol or something and literally ex- they will get the sniffles they will come down with the common cold. You know what I mean? And yeah. that is just because it's inside them already. They don't have to be around a single other person to get the common cold. You know, They just have to have their system bogged down enough to have it expose itself. It's in them. It's in everybody. So this whole fighting something that's in everybody is just, is just complete nonsense. So can radiation you know, worldwide, if the radiation was increased through 5G and what have you, could people get bogged down and and express symptoms of COVID and all this sort of stuff? There's so many questions. If you ask the question a certain way, I I could answer it. But I'll I'll tell you my direct experience. And it's been a wild, fascinating ride. So So firstly, okay, it's very daunting and um, it's just very staggering and eye-opening to take a big step back and to understand the psyops that actually reign in the truth movement. One of them being like um, when the, and I don't want to get into this conversation at all, but the first time Flat Earth came out like five years ago when we were just got walking around talking about chemtrails and vaccines and stuff and all of a sudden there was this wave of talking about flat earth on the internet that was propagandized and it was a psyop and whether or not nasa is a liar or whatever it turned it into this crazy thing to think nasa was a liar and it was it was a psyop there's there's psyops also um there's other psyops such as i believe the directed energy weapon thing it went so viral even when when there was uh, the shooting in Las Vegas, there were so many psyops of different uh, scenarios to confuse what really happened 
because there was a false flag thing in Vegas a few years ago. But when they did it, they launched all these other psyops on top, on top, on top to confuse. And that was like a CIA kind of thing. So along with that, there's other psyops in t- inside of like different things like like chemtrails, like is it a contrail? Is it a chemtrail? Well, guess what? There was no contrail. That was like a a psyop, and it was very well devised by think tanks and government, you know, bodies and whatever to divide and manipulate the the public. I'm learning about this whole this. I'm reading this book, the Kalergi Plan, and evidently, like the the Jews, like these all powerful, crazy, like behind the scenes, really rich characters they wanted the united states to be a melting pot like they devised this scheme a long time ago to rule the united states behind the scenes because they knew we wouldn't be able to unify if we were a melting pot you know if there's all these different divisions of gender and and race and all this stuff so there's so many things that are psyop that we like it's hard to really wrap our heads around so there were 77 towers attacked in the uk um 5g towers and they say, oh, conspiracy theorists have attacked these towers. I'm pretty confident that was a freaking PSYOP. I don't know no conspiracy theorist that's attacking no cell towers. I'm sorry. The people that I know, and I've got 60,000 people that I know that are conspiracy theorists on my freaking follower list in Facebook. These people are moms. These people are like me and you. We're not burning down cell towers. It's just not happening, okay? Whenever stuff like this happens, it's, it's the – feds doing it and then saying that someone else did it so that they can grab our guns or make us look bad or whatever it may be more likely than not okay so when this first came out there was um i mean even the nashville bombing i guess it was like the guy believed in reptilians and he attacked the 5g tower and it's like the (laughs) normal the normal person out there in the world like the, the masses that's pro- programmed and wearing multiple masks and getting vaccinated with an experimental mRNA or RNA or DNA altering vaccine. Let's just talk about this vaccine really, really quick before we even yeah, go anywhere. Please. The yeah. vaccine, brother, isn't even a vaccine. Definition, like if you look up in Wikipedia or Webster's what a vaccine is, they put it in a syringe and they inject you with the, the thing you're trying to build an immunity to. They put in adjuvants which are toxic, which I fight those adjuvants because I don't think polysorbate or massive amounts of aluminum compared to the body weight of an infant or <clears throat> any of these things, um, the, the uh, what's it called, the mercury or the thimerosal, you know, these things are really toxic. The, the other person's DNA, the, the monkey stuff or the duck DNA or the whatever, like these adjuvants and what have you, or how they even make the, the vaccines, they're toxic and we, we argue these things. But I'm not arguing what a vaccine is because that's set in stone. And what a vaccine is, is getting injected with um, adjuvants that trigger an immune response. So then your body's immune response has been triggered. And then in there is the virus, whether it's chickenpox, malaria, whatever it is you want to become immune to. Then your body can fight it because it's just a little broken down version of that virus and your body recognizes it and develops an immunity to it. So then when you come in contact with Johnny in the street and he's got malaria or chickenpox or whatever, you're now immune to it because your body recognizes it and you don't get all sick from it, even though you get exposed to it. That's how that works. 
okay? All these people are lining up because of a marketing scheme. It's literally Edward Bernays has risen from the dead and he's not rolling in his grave. He's applauding and dancing and like running the show. Like Edward Bernays is loving this. Is he dead? I hope so. So people are getting these these vaccines that don't even have the isolated coronavirus in them. They, they alter their DNA. They, they have to come back for updates and they don't even make them immune. They still have to wear the, the freaking masks and stuff. It is just absurd that that's even going on. So the thing is, is 5G alone is so complicated. It's this broad spectrum, different companies own different bandwidth, and it starts to get beyond our skill set even there. But what happened was when this first, so I'm, I'm just trying to do a little small tidbit lesson in Operation Mockingbird. When JFK was assassinated, there were conspiracies that were dropped by the CIA. There was a whole propaganda administ- like ministry that came out. Or what do they call it in 1984? There's a, there's a word for it, the, the, the people who come out with the fake, fake-ass news. Well, it's such confusion tactics that people are, they don't know because they've been shrouded with information. If you go and talk to a youth, someone in their 20s nowadays, a normal average kid on the street or in a university setting or what have you and ask them about the conspiracy that is 9-11, nine times out of 10, they say, well, I've seen that there's both sides and it's just flooded with so much information that I wasn't there. I wasn't old enough to, and I, I don't have enough of either side to make a sound uh, reasoning on either side. What that means is they flooded it with so much disinformation that, that you would have to dig so deep to really find the right sources and the and then even those sources are discredited and what have you like you really have to have that understanding and that developed discernment you have to develop the discernment first because if you're living lies and you're in that frequency and you're living that frequency of lies then the truth isn't even going to resonate with you once you start to resonate with the truth and other truths all these truths start to become self-evident to you because you're on a vibration you're on a frequency so when 5g first came out there was a conspiracy theory on the, mind you, which is very important, the internet is censored like crazy, bro. The internet is so incredibly censored. Haven't you noticed? If I, po- if I post something on Facebook that's like uplifting, f- 10 people see it. If I post something that's, that brings like a fear reaction and people can argue and stuff, it's got a thousand things going on. It's like the algorithm really knows how to be divisive promote fear yeah you know i mean it's it's very real and when i see something going totally viral across all my platforms you know which i'm on youtube please check me out matt landman matt landman on facebook too and i've got groups on facebook and all this and i get inundated with certain things like bombarded and a lot of these things i'm getting flooded with probably from bots that i don't think are even real and it's the same message over and over and it's not getting censored it says oh, please watch this before it gets removed. They're going to remove this. And it's just this viral thing and it's clickbait. But people buy it because it does go viral and Facebook lets it go viral and you think you're winning them over by watching it before it gets taken down. And it's like, oh, the 5G towers are creating COVID and people have dropped dead on the streets of Wuhan. You know? Well, guess what? That wasn't true. And our understanding of 5G is not accurate that's the thing so they want us to think 5g is blasting our everything from space from satellites from um elon musk's satellites there's no getting away from it 
and that it's everywhere already. This is not a fact at all. Okay, we have to do a little lesson on on radio waves, radio frequencies, and bandwidths, and literally there's different carriers like Verizon Sprint, T-Mobile, and all this stuff that are buying up and owning, they buy it from the FCC and they own these different spectrums, which basically it's if it was visible, it would be a different color of light. And if they could, they'd, they'd gobble up the light spectrum. But they're not quite there yet. But it's light that we can't see. And the light has a property, which is like its width and what have you. And it's like, imagine Verizon is like, okay, I own blue, yellow, indigo, violet. And then Sprint's like, okay, I want orange, blah, 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 red. You know, And then they own these different bandwidths. And then they can ride information and carry information on it. And there's only so much bandwidth available. So... What's going on here with the 5G is there's an infrastructure rollout. Yes, we're witnessing it. But each carrier has different, and this is going to sound so confusing, but, I, but this is the best way I can describe it because I've researched it to, to the max. And there's a high band, a low band, and a mid band 5G. Okay? And these things are actually measurable. These, so Let's just back up and, and get an understanding of this because it's, it's kind of uh, daunting at first. But imagine cell towers and radio towers and even phones. Imagine them as being like balls of light. Like they're literally blasting this light that absorbs into our bodies because our bodies are like plants. We absorb light because we think it's going to have vitamin D in it and it balances our circadian clocks and our bodies are just built to absorb light. So when we're absorbing the wrong light it builds up as radiation in our body and can impact our our systems and cause depression what have you and even like you know tumors and all that sort of stuff that's why we have to learn about it and that's why people get sick from it because they're absorbing it like it's light and that's why my closer line was silver because it deflects that specific type of light that we can't see it's pretty fascinating technology so we've got different spectrums of light and suppose we were giants and we had big eyes, we'd be able to see all of these spectrums of light. But we have these little eyes. I'm not saying that we were giants in our ancestry, but you know, who <laughs> knows? But either yeah. way, if based on the size of our eyes and and the way that we are and the way that everything is here with the light and the sunlight and everything, we can see Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, indigo, blue, indigo, violet. We can't see ultraviolet light. We can't see infrared light, and it's just because it's, it's either too big or too small for it to refract in our cornea and whatever be absorbed in our retina and, and put into our brains, and we, can't, we just can't see it, you know? But it exists. Infrared exists all around us, and so does blue, uh, ultraviolet light, pardon me. And, and if you start to learn about blue light, it's really important because blue light is almost like ultraviolet and our bodies react to it like it is. So learn about blue light filters and why you shouldn't have um, LED lights or LED lights leaking from your lamppost out front into your bedroom window. It messes up your circadian rhythm. If you have that, you got to get blackout curtains and learn about these things because blue light is just like sunlight and you don't want your body to think you're around sunlight all the time. It messes you up. Yeah. It really does mess you up. So either way, I'm getting somewhere really quick. So AM radio waves are light that we can't see. And an AM radio wave tower has light coming off of it. And it can travel really far because of the properties of that light that we can't see, the AM radio waves. So if you were to measure it and give it um, certain like uh, characteristics, 
you could say, okay, this light wave has um, these crests here. And if we measure from top to top, we can see that these, um, the, the, the radio waves of AM radio waves, they're rather large. And because they're large, we can't carry too much information on it because we can only fit so many waves per second in there. It's all about um, how many waves per second you can fit in and how, that means how much data you can ride into that um, invisible light wave. That's like basically what they're doing is they're writing information on invisible light waves called radio waves. And even, um, I mean, they're even called light waves. It's the electromagnetic spectrum. So these waves that are AM radio waves, they're 100 feet in, in size. And they go through buildings. They go through us. They go really far. And that's why you can tune into them really easily. Well, FM waves are 10 feet in size. And the waves start to get really smaller as you get to 3G, 4G, Wi-Fi, and baby monitors, and all this wireless tech that we have. It all rides on different spectrums. And when I say spectrum, I mean like a bandwidth. And when I say width, I mean like the size of the wave, different bandwidths of light, of carrier waves, of radio frequency waves. Okay. And so, um, and, and I'm sorry if this isn't making perfect sense, but um, if you look it up and see the electromagnetic spectrum and get a diagram and, and see a visual, um, a visual representation of it, maybe it'll make a little bit more sense if you're really interested in it. It's really easy information to find. So as the light waves get smaller and they get closer to the light waves that we interact with from our son, Roy G. Biv, as they get closer to actual light in our space, our bodies really absorb them a lot because we think it's light and it's actual light waves. And this 5G high band is the closest to light waves because of its size. And then mid band would be a little further. And then low band is a bigger wave and it's closer to 4G and it's less of a invasive carrier wave and less absorbing into our bodies. And if we started to measure these high band, mid band, low band, high band, would literally be like around four millimeters to like 10 millimeters or so. And the mid band would be more like 15 millimeters to like 30 millimeters. And then the low band would be bigger. And like, let's just say Wi-Fi is more like centimeters in size. It doesn't even get to the millimeter range. And then the weaponized technology that is the active denial system that utilizes the millimeter size wave it's even smaller and they put like a um absorbing it absor it hits the nerves and it's more close to the actual like um uh, the size of one millimeter which is like the width of a penny is one and a half millimeter so it's these spectrums okay and verizon is rolling out this technology on there to to, to roll out the 5g and it's more of this high band um, smaller wave 5G. So ultimately what they want to have is a 5G high band, um, really fast wave everywhere so that they can have really fast information going everywhere and they can have this internet of things everywhere and they can do self-driving cars and um, cyborgs, you know, whatever this dystopia is that they want to roll out. But in the interim, they're rolling out 5G slower. So this the disinformation campaign that came out was, oh, 5G got turned on and everyone dropped dead from it. And then people who thought that that was dumb could make fun of conspiracy theorists and say, oh, well, obviously that's not true. And I even looked at it and said, well, obviously that's not true. But people started buying Sparrow stuff because they didn't think it was not true, which I started looking at the people that were pushing the information around 
and making it go viral. And I did, those are people that I already didn't trust anyway. So I was like, look, I don't really think that they just turned on 5G and the towers are emitting 5G and they're making people drop dead in Wuhan. It's, no. I don't think that, that I don't think that that's true. But because it, it's a cumulative, it wouldn't it wouldn't just it's like it does not they don't just turn it on. Everybody just dies. It's like a it's an accumulative thing. It, it's not good. But I, right. that's that's what threw it off for me. I was like, wait a minute. So they can just turn it on and everybody just pretty much drops dead and has cardi, um, you know, uh, problems with their breathing and breathing. Yeah. Yeah. No. But anyway, sorry to jump in there. Go ahead. No, no, no. So I wasn't buying that, but a lot of people were, and I, you have to discern. And it's very fascinating to see how these things go viral. And the fact that it was even going that viral and that the mainstream was picking it up. And then they say, oh, 77 towers have been attacked in the UK. I think that was probably British intelligence did that to further divide the public. I mean, like, uh, if you're a normal person and the, a cell tower gets attacked on your block and now you don't have a freaking cell phone for the day and... And they say that it's conspiracy theorists that think that it was freaking COVID and you think that COVID's real. It's like you're going to hate conspiracy theorists when they do come to you saying we got to get rid of this 5G tower that it's going to give your kid t- cancer. It's very smart. OK, but but here is my story. All right. So I um, I make these foam pouches. I never thought COVID was going to happen. I don't have a crystal ball. But I did think that EMF radiation was messed up. And I don't like all the tracking and um, lack of privacy on smartphones. So I have these Faraday foam bags. I have them in eight colors. And they're like this little bag that you slip your phone in. Please give me your address, brother. I will send you a freaking phone bag. I'm really excited about these. And please, I'm not kidding. Just give me your address on the side or, or email it and, and I'll um, send you. And if you tell me what color, I'll even send you what color. Um, All right. So these phone bags, before you would just slip your phone in and it would kill the signal and it would be like, okay, I'm going to bed. I don't want radiation. I don't want any phone calls. I don't want anything. And it's almost like turning your phone off, but sometimes you turn your phone off and you don't know if your phone's off or maybe it's it's still doing something or or whatever it is. You know, you can just slip it in the bag and it's off. Then you take it out of the bag and it gets all the updates. It gets all the freaking text messages. And it's like, okay, that whole time I wasn't getting radiated. It's pretty cool. You can, I like it when I'm just going out to dinner or all the time because I hate my phone. You know, but, yeah. but either way, it's, it's, I, the catchphrase is like to unplug to recharge. So I have this silver fabric that um, come to find out is not a new thing. It's been used in maternity wear in Korea, China, Germany, Israel, um, Russia, um, Japan. They use it, and they've been using it for a near decade, at least a decade, I've realized, to protect themselves from radiation when they're trying to get pregnant or men's underwear and whatnot. It protects from their phone in the pocket and whatnot. So it just deflects the radiation. It's like wearing a shirt in the sunshine, except for this shirt deflects the light that is the radiation from phones. So I had these single-layered foam bags. So here's the kicker. These single-layered foam bags, some of them just started stop. They stopped working. And I started getting these angry phone calls from customers. And I had, I had luckily been able to launch the company pretty solid. And I'd gone on coast to coast. And, and a lot of people had bought these foam bags. And I didn't have people calling me complaining until, guess what? spring of last year about a year ago it started um especially over the summer of last year and then i 
I, I had people send the foam bags back and I tested them where I lived in California and they actually worked where I lived. And I was so confused, but ultimately I realized that I should just get double layered foam bags, two layers of silver. And people still buy my single layer bags in like New Zealand and stuff and they love them. They work just fine. But come to find out they've stopped working for a lot of places in the United States, especially Los Angeles and especially different, you know, other areas. And I, I got inquisitive and I started asking these people and it, and it was like a majority of people that were with new iPhones and some people with older iPhones, but primarily on Verizon network. So that was interesting. And that was something worth noting. Even people that had the same phone, they had contacted me around fall of last year and they said all of a sudden my phone bag stopped working my my single layer phone bag and i was like okay let me send you a double layer one and they contacted me and they say oh yeah this one works like a charm amazing and i say well what how long did you have that single layer bag and they're like it worked like a charm for like a year but then all of a sudden just stopped working and i and i realized that well, as you roll out from 4G LTE, which means long-term evolution, which means they segued into 5G, they're hopping onto a new bandwidth. They're hopping onto a new spectrum, and it's going to be one that emits more radiation. But also, if you go out and get a 5G phone, the 5G phones are totally different. And when they have the 5G infrastructure completely rolled out, and the 5G is really operating the way that they want which is a cell tower every 500 feet pretty much and this really, uh, quote-unquote, amazing um, grid of an Internet of Things where you have like real-time self-driving everything and you can have drones on your doorstep and just all these things will, will have like this real-time, real-time, real-time. That's all they say is like real-time and you're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, great. Uh, so either way, <laughs> it's like you lose everything for this, you know, and you get radiated like crazy. And what the hypothesis is that it really decimates fertility, especially in um, newborns. So newborns, once they become of age, they won't be able to procreate. It looks like if they get inundated with this new technology. But what they want is everyone's phone to be 5G eventually. And what it does is the 5G phones, they literally act as a relay and they push the signal with everyone's everyone's signal they it's it's kind of hard to explain um so right now if you do a phone call and you're sitting next to me my phone's not going to interact with your phone it has nothing to do with your phone your phone call and your data goes and finds the cell tower and it finds that cell tower literally find that big lit up ball of light and interacts with it by by hopping on and sending the light to the cell tower and gets into the network and and goes to your buddy who you're talking to or whatever that's how it works in 4G, 3G, whatever. That's why the, the transition to 5G is completely different. 5G, when the infrastructure is completely deployed, your phone or the phone will act as a relay. And so if I've got a message that needs to get down the line or I'm on the phone, all of it goes to the next closest thing. So to give you an analogy, if I'm on First Street, okay, if I'm in a city, okay, and there's a cell tower, on first street and I'm on second street. Okay. You're imagining like a grid, uh, city and I'm one block away from a cell tower. Okay. But I've got this smartphone in my pocket, this 5g phone. Say there's a bunch of people in the city, like on third street and fifth street and 10th street away from the cell tower. Their signal can only go so far because it's this really small 
wave, okay? And it'll just go as far as it possibly can go and then get repeated and hop on to whatever it can grab in this internet of things because everything acts then as like a small cell tower. So if I'm on second street and my cell tower is on first street, I would get all of the data from everyone that's further away and my phone acts as like a conveyor or relay and gets all of that radiation. That's why the phones are gonna have like a thousand times more radiation than before. That's why the cell towers are so much more radiation than before because it's a small, 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 small wave measured in millimeters, even like the size of like a couple millimeters and it's getting pushed only like 500 feet because it can't go very far because it absorbs into everything it hits. It absorbs into like a leaf or a person, or a bug, and so it because of that, it can't get very far. It can't get perpetuated by satellites, and that's why people think, oh, they flipped on the switch, oh, the, the people dropped dead. That's total disinformation. So my buddy hit me up from D.C. where I grew up. I grew up in Virginia, and he hit up me up, this old college roommate, and he said, I want you to let you know that I got COVID. And I was like, tell me all about it. Tell me everything. He said, well, I didn't have these symptoms that everyone else is talking about. I had really weird symptoms. I didn't have a fever. I didn't have any cold or flu-like symptoms, but I had this weird brain fog. I couldn't go into work, and I lost my sense of taste. Yes, I've heard that. Uh huh. Yep. And I says to him, I go, well, that's interesting. Do you have a smartphone, or what, what do you have? And he goes, I just got the new iPhone. And I was just like, man, you know, I did a little research and losing the sense of taste is a symptom of radiation poisoning, bro. You know, have you ever considered that that new iPhone may have potentially radiated the crap out of you because your body adjusts to it? Your body can adjust. You don't you don't die from these things. So you would show these weird symptoms if your phone was on a new bandwidth and cranking out this all this radiation or whatever more than before. You may show symptoms if you're sensitive to it or or whatever. Or maybe your whole house just got a whole bunch of new iPhones and then everybody shows these symptoms, you know. I think that that could be a potential scenario. I'm not saying 100%, but I do want to as much as I possibly can, introduce this hypothesis into the consciousness, at least this theory, so people can have this in their head. We can also talk about fires and smart meters and all these other things I want to plant um, in people's heads because there's this whole this whole talk of directed energy weapons and fires and global warming and all these things, but there's there's smart meters totally pulverizing homes, I believe, and these supposed you know forest fires, wildfires uh, now that have hit. Paradise, California, um, the Almeda fire in Southern Oregon that hit the outskirts of Ashland with, with talent in Phoenix, Oregon. And then also in Santa Rosa a few years ago, these, these homes pulverized. Like this is another thing that needs to get dropped in the consciousness. But for sure, I think I want people to definitely consider this. Please, please consider that it could just be someone got a new phone and they're showing symptoms of an increase of radiation, a very drastic increase, like a thousand times more radiation than they ever had seen before because it's new technology, totally different. And there's been a cover-up, a total smoke screen for the telecom agencies of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then imagine telecom agencies have a bigger budget than Big Pharma. These, these rich, um, what do you want to call them? I mean, I don't want to call them even humans. These 
evil the, bastards behind the scenes who are trying to pull the strings and control who gets sunlight, who gets vaccinated, all these things, and take away our rights, our individual freedoms and sovereignties. These beings behind the scenes, you know, the Illumina, you know, the, the, the oligarchs or whatever, it seems like that they want to completely, you know, they want to blindside us and, and trick us from from really seeing the writing on the walls, you know. I mean, it's just it's just pretty it's pretty obvious when you take a step back, in my opinion. But but here here we are, and they they may have used this as an opportunity to push their twenty thirty whatever their big time agenda is. Which it I mean, they have a whole generation now that they've taken the sports away from them. They've taken the fight out of a whole generation. And that's what they do is they attack one generation at a time. And what is the destiny of these kids if we let this continue at the way it's going? You know, this Agenda 2050, you know what the Agenda 2050 is? You have an avatar that goes into your real world and you stay home all the time. You don't leave the house because, what, you're afraid of something, probably like germs or the, the real world or whatever they want you to think, you know? I see, lastly, I see the fear mongering in the media especially targeting the children and the video games and everything, I see it as like scare tactics to literally convince the next generation that they should not leave the house, you know? And if you can get them one generation at a time, they can get their their um, control because they don't want people to wake up and rise up because they're like this little few teeny, tiny, tiny control. And if we, if we as, a, as a majority saw what was going on, we'd snap it in, in a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the kids now. The little kids, they are convinced that if they take off their mask, that they're going to get sick and maybe die. So that's some programming that is going into their future. I mean, they're going to have psychological problems from not wearing a mask when if if I don't even know they're not going to let go of this thing, obviously. So they're going to have some serious issues. And and so. They are definitely, and they're trying to erase history. They're trying to convince the younger generations. I mean, I think you're about forty. I'm about, you know, about the same age. That that that, like the millennials, for example, they've been convinced of a totally different uh, version of reality than even you and me went through in our programming, and we went through programming. But they're going through a deep program, so they don't even understand. They think conspiracy theories mean lies instead of people actually asking questions and looking into the truth. But also, I just wanted to go back a little bit about what you said about the PSYOPs. The, um, I don't know if you caught this, but Psychology Today magazine put a hit piece out on conspiracy theories. And it had this, this lady on the cover with a blindfold on. Anyway, I, I, I decided to um, tear, tear it up on this show and, and really go through it. And it said that... Um, these violent conspiracy theorists are burning down cell towers. So I looked through, you know, and I was thinking about it, like, wait a minute, everybody I've met in this, this movement that is for real and is just a chill person that is, is asking questions and trying to seek the truth. I mean, if you look at all these get togethers, these, these conferences like the free your mind or, uh, maybe some of the ones you've done, uh, uh, and I didn't go to those, but you know, I know people that did and nobody's like that. There's no violent people. In fact, a lot of them are, are really just normal people like you and me that are concerned about the future. 
And so they're trying to convince all these generations, these younger generations, that were that conspiracy theorists are liars, possibly racist and white supremacist. And and so now we have all this this uh, programming underneath these generations because these are the generations they want to live out the 2030 agenda. And as you say, 2050, it's insane. I mean, I, I can't believe. Um, and these are the people that they're going to want to continue to get vaccinated too. Uh, I mean, what? You, so I guess maybe we should really talk about the vaccine a little bit more here though too. Um, do you think maybe they are engineering humans to be tolerant of a 5G environment and that those of us that don't take it are not going to maybe make it through these high amounts of radiation? Or is it just about calling everyone off? Is, is it the beginning of Maybe the mark of the beast, if you want to call it. Or I'm sure you've heard of some of the the ingredients that some some whistleblower doctors have talked about, like luciferase enzyme and hydrogel. And I know there's a lot of questions in there, but but let's let's break a little bit of this uh, vaccine down if you can. Well, one thing that's very curious is that there's so many different vaccine um, makers. Okay. So, firstly, if you know anything about first round, second round, third round, human trials, vaccines have to go through so many, so many rigorous testings on animals and then humans to get to market, and very often they get denied. It, um, I've, I've known a lot of um, the financial industry because I went to business school and got a master's in business, and, you know, I studied this stuff, and when you know about these things, you know that very often, more often than not, vaccines get denied. All sorts of stuff gets denied all the time. The stock doesn't make it to round one, round two, round th- or round three, or even to, you know, it takes forever too. So how are all these vaccines coming out at once from all these different companies? If you know anything, you know that that makes zero sense. And the fact that they're coming out so fast means that they didn't get experimented on humans, that this is the experimentation. And like we said before, it's it's a different type of injection altogether. It's a different theoretical thing altogether. And they say you have to come for your updates and, and all these things. I wanted to just take pause and, and reflect on my journey. And I'm sure that you uh, witnessed this question when you first came on to it as a truth bringer and seeker, when you first come into the chemtrail space, people ask, well, are they terraforming the planet to uh, make it hospitable for the aliens, right? People (laughs) said that. Remember? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember something kind of like that. Yeah. Terraforming, you know, are they terraforming the planet? You know, that's one thing. Are they terraforming the planet? Because you see all this activity in the sky, and I think it's a lot of drones, and it's it's a lot of technology that we don't. It's so dark ops that we don't even know, you know, black ops, all this stuff. We don't know, and you know, even what we do know, we know the only the little cusp of it and what have you. But there is some 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 nefarious some nefarious nonsense going on up there, and when you start to when you start to really really take a step back and to see you know the, to see it for what it for for what it really is you know you can start to ask these bigger questions and people ask these crazy questions you know are they blocking nibiru and you know the, the chemtrail space is, is riddled with all these different um 
Well, I call a lot of them are controlled opposition. A lot of them are psyops, and a lot of them are just people concerned and trying to understand what the heck is going on. But now it's starting to make sense. You know, they're spraying aluminum oxide. We've we've determined and barium salts on our forests, which is patent. They're spraying patented fire accelerants on our forests. So that's part of an agenda that makes starts to make sense. And then, you know, are they terraforming the planet? Probably not. But but what are they doing to the humans? Are they GMOing the humans? And people are are talking about Morgellons a lot more recently. I've noticed, and they a lot of people say that Morgellons definitely comes from chemtrails. Well, maybe Morgellons is just a reaction to people being engineered too quick, you know, too quickly or something like that. Um, I don't really know exactly, and I've even interviewed. Uh, Clifford Carnicom, Milana Friedland, and these different, you know, quote specialists on the on the topic, and it's a really weird, dark energy, and I don't really know exactly where this Morgellons, you know, comes from or, and whatnot, but probably it could easily be a reaction to genetically modified this and that, and especially injections of this and that, and maybe even you know from the aerosolized this and that, but more so, I think it's coming from GMO injections of stuff. But my point is. The terraforming idea has started to come up more and more for me recently. So it seems like that the agenda is to make it so humans are not fertile. The humans that get this weird vaccination or the humans that are exposed to all of this 5G. And then eventually people can't procreate. Well, that's going to push this transhuman agenda full scale, especially if it's um, a generation that's behind closed doors in this dystopian augmented reality, you know, optimists, whatever, whatever, wherever they are in their video games, but they're, they're going to be in these VR headsets and not even seeing the real world around them. And what I see as, as a trajectory is this cyborg dystopia with Elon Musk being the richest man on earth, the hall of a sudden he's the richest man on earth. Okay. That's something. And he's pushing this Neuralink and his wife, um, Grimes, she did a music video with the masks, like predictive programming it right before all this happened is really uh, satanic ritualistic, which I think all this is one big cremation of care, satanic ritual, by the way, like we could talk about that one big cremation of care so that we don't care about our neighbors because we don't even see the smiles or frowns on their faces for whatever's going to happen next. You know, if you learn about Bohemian Grove and cremation of care, the ceremonial thing to Moloch or, you know, the underworld or Satan or whoever you want to call the lower vibratory beings that are trying to potentially hijack our timeline. You take away everyone's faces for a year and you put a mask over your face and they, you, you cremate their care. You kill their concern for their neighbors or their guilt for what may happen um, under your watch next. And it's very important to recognize. But are they terraforming? The humans is where I'm going. And it's, you know, for what, for the hosts, you know, and where I'm going with that is if you watch Black Mirror and you see the timeline trajectory of this weird dystopia, especially with this next generation of kids not showing their faces and check this out. Their only time that they're going to have social interaction. Remember the movie Demolition Man? Have you seen that one? Oh, it's been so long. That was like, I say, well, I saw it when it like first came out. So I guess remind me. I highly recommend you popping it out because they can't touch 
and there's a social engineering social credit system where every time Sylvester Stallone says a curse word, he gets a ticket. He ends up using it as toilet paper. And when he tries to have um, uh, sex with, um, oh, she's slipping my mind. Uh, it's a, a Hollywood actress. Uh, it'll come to me right in a second. Um, but she says, no, you, we can't do that. We have um, touchless um, sex. And they do it with these head things for six feet apart. Okay? I remember they, that. Yeah. they put these like visor things on. And, um, oh, oh, her name is. <laughs> oh, I, I know who you're talking about. She was in Speed too with Keanu. Yeah, exactly. It'll go to me in a second. So, either way, I think. It's like Sonya or something. Sandra Bullock, I think, maybe. Sandra Bullock, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, either way, at the end of the day, we've got this, like, very short time frame where we're going to witness this. Our children's generation may have it where a very small portion of the population can procreate. The, the Time magazine and The Economist and every headline is saying, well, we're con- working encouraging humans to live forever to save humanity well how do you live forever will you you know create like a clone version of yourself that's part cyborg or do you start start to cyborg yourself out and you get you know all these you know Neuralink and all this stuff with the courtesy of elon musk and what have you and it gets really weird and dark and dystopian towards this singularity thing is what they really want where everyone has the same consciousness and they abandon spirituality and we all have the same thoughts and experiences all at the same time all the time and it's just weird 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 version of controlled humanity but what it seems like is they want cyborgs on earth which are part human part robot versions of humanity that have a much longer lifespan and they want to convince us that we can um transport our consciousness from our current vessel, which is our decomposing life uh, body, you know, the bodies that we live in, and into like a, you know, more um, durable version of ourselves, which may just be like a part clone, like whatever. This will all slowly come out when there's, when people are, don't have any fertility. So at, in the end of the day, we've got these like cyborgs that are out there and they're transferring consciousness. They could easily transfer the consciousness of lower dimensional beings, like demons and whatnot. And I think the ultimate goal, and this is really weird and dark, but I've, but I've learned a little bit over my time of, you know, internet research and all this stuff. And I think that this could be a very potential dark dystopia where, like, because I always question, why is there evil? How could they do this? All these questions that everyone else asks. And there is darkness. There is Light, there are good and bad. There are angels and demons. There is up and down and left and right and light and dark. And I do think that Satan wants this realm. Definitely hell sucks. And and the devil wants to come and take over this world because he definitely can't go any higher than here. You know, and he wants to get into physical form and have a body and be the ruler of this realm. <laughs> you know, but like, I definitely think that that's a potential weird dystopian timeline. And so we've got humans now that are being potentially terraformed or, you know, it's not Terra or whatever, but we we're being altered to be able to breathe less oxygen, to be able to breathe our own carbon dioxide slowly, but surely our DNA is being altered and we're being altered with our, you know, these vaccines and the foods, of course. And by golly, they're going to block the sun. So maybe we're going to be like these 
weird, different hybrid humans in the not too distant future. They're taking away like our what we breathe. Like literally, people are breathing more carbon carbon dioxide than they are oxygen when they've got on to medical masks. So what is that? Is that a um, are we being slowly engineered into something else? And is that something else, a being that can breathe less oxygen? And is that because the aliens want to take host of our human bodies, but they must first be able to make it so that we can breathe carbon dioxide? Maybe. I don't know. But these weird, funny sci-fi films are becoming – and these these potentialities, like people used to ask me, terraforming aliens, and I would laugh. But now – I'm like, whoa, maybe the human is being engineered so that it doesn't have to breathe so much oxygen. Because if they do block out the sun in the next couple of years and there's less sunlight, less plant life, less oxygen on Earth, maybe the people that survive are the ones that don't have to breathe so much oxygen anymore or something like that. Or, yes, I've also considered that if there's people getting these weird vaccines all the time because the vaccines are going to be like every year or every month or whatever they say that you need and already time magazine is saying like well what the vaccines do are they kind of integrate with your immune system and, and help your immune system along with nanotechnology and they attack the viruses by being smarter than your immune system it's wait you're introducing nanotech into human bodies to override immune system it's crazy. They're talking about the new antibiotics in Time magazine. They were talking about this a couple of years ago. And it's no coincidence that they had these new IDs rolling out November of this year. And now they're going to be integrated with vaccine passports. These, the new ID, you know, they're going to have your medical records on these things. And it's going to get really weird when the majority of people, hopefully not, hopefully they don't, hopefully the majority of the people see through it. But it'll get really weird if they get the majority of people on board of, of getting these weird alterations because what if these new nanobots inside the body protect people from 5g <laughs> and then the people that get sick from 5g are the people that are just trying to have normal lifestyles without the nanobots inside them that'd be an interesting twist but honestly i think that no matter what the devil tries god can see right through it and that we are actually the truth bringers these um uh, star seeds or whatever you want to call us, uh, second wave, third wave, indigos, or, you know, I guess Dolores Canyon talked about first wave, second wave. I'm not talking about uh, COVID, by the way. But these, <laughs> these people that are coming in right now, and especially their children, you see these bright-eyed souls coming onto Earth now. There's a reaction to the darkness that's trying to pervade, you know? And there's no way that Gaia and God doesn't have a plan to this attempted hijacking of humanity so things are about to get interesting i'm really excited to see what pans out oh uh, yeah they say we we came we chose to be here our souls chose to be here and i think we uh, you know those of us that really did choose to be here came here to see the greatest showdown on earth i'm i believe it and i mean when you do say things like aliens it does sound far out there but i almost think anything can happen right now and with that, just that I know this is a little weird and going off topic, but not really. Uh, they have been slowly pushing out this whole uh, disclosure kind of thing. I don't know if you caught last year around March, they said that they found off-world vehicles not made on this planet. And then they had this guy come out in Israel. I don't know how true this is, but he was talking about how there's this uh, confederation of, of aliens. And this is, this is like the chief security advisor of Israel started talking about that. And then with this COVID bill, 
you have this um, 180 days till the uh, the Pentagon releases more files on 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 UFOs. So I I, I wonder if they are trying to slowly bring this in because you do have to pay attention to those cues here and there, and who knows? But uh, just to think that we are if we are being terraformed, I mean, they're trying to make us to where we're no more, there's no more genders. And, uh, the, I don't know if you caught this too, but the vaccine supposedly messes with the breast tissue in women. And I don't know what that's exactly doing, but it certainly could be the transforming of people into a non-gender race, like just sort of like these weird cyborg humans. I, I don't know, but I feel like we are at a, ta- a time where really I wouldn't be surprised if any of these things could happen as well as uh, them putting in the uh, tolerance in the vaccine for 5G environments. Or another thing that a lot of doctors are saying is these people that do get vaccinated become hosts for a pathogen and they become possibly they could these be the carriers of a real pandemic i mean i hate to say it i hope not but yeah there's so many dark possibilities but there is so much light in the world too there's so much good and we don't see it especially when you turn on the media but we have to remember that that's all controlled anyway so but there's there is a good versus evil conclusion coming into this world right now oh yeah i agree and on that note in terms of it in terms of the, um, you're still there? Yeah. In terms of the aliens, I think that physicality on Earth is a very unique thing. Oh, my God, the Mars landing was so bull BS. I got to drop that in there. The Mars landing, you guys, for the listeners out there, not to burst your bubble. I know it's nice to, to, to believe in humanity and stuff like that. But it's not, it did not happen. And that, that Mars landing, it did not happen. And even if Mars was, was somewhere we could go that fast and somehow make it there, it wouldn't have the exact same conditions as Earth where you use a drone to drop the, the, the rover down. It's, it, it doesn't have the exact same conditions like atmosphere and gravity as Earth. It's just it's a complete and total insult to the intelligence of humanity, just like was the convertible shot into space by Elon Musk. It's so fake. It must be real. It's an attack on our discernment, on our gut instincts. And yeah, I've also thought about if you take away everyone's faces and people don't have these facial expressions as they introduce a transhuman reality, which the hardest part of a robot is having the face, you know, I mean, you can pretty much fake a body walking around with a mask on pretty well. It's like we literally could see uh, an aggressive approach towards a weird dystopia. But what I was trying to say earlier that I almost lost track of is the children, their only interaction with their friends that's face to face and being able to see faces is going to be through virtual reality. That's what's weird and socially engineering and programming to the max. And I really don't want to see that happening. So for the aliens, I firmly believe that physicality is a very unique thing, that there's lower and higher vibrational dimensional beings. And, um, you know, maybe they take on form in their own dimension, but they're not here. I don't think that they can come here. I don't think that they can come here at all. Maybe if you lower the vibration of this realm enough, you can get things that may seem like uh, the grays or whatever 
but those are just lower vibrational beings, I believe, like, um, you know, demonic entities and stuff. But I'm sure that they work in conjunction with, you know, these things that people call reptilians and stuff like that. I don't think that they can come into form here necessarily. Maybe they can. I firmly believe that if there is any disclosure or any aliens that show up, that it's all nonsense and it's all to push a new world order. It's all yep. to dismantle humanity, dismantle our hope of uh, spiritual spirituality. It's to not let us know the power that we have within each and every one of us to get us a, like uh, dismantled from like uh, our soul or God or our true trajectory and evolution and ascension and what have you. And literally if it's a violent alien thing, it's definitely the U.S. government, man, in conjunction with probably like China and the New World Order or whatever. But like we have to see through it. And if it does happen, that means they're pulling out all the stops. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. I think that they'll slowly drop it until they um, either really need it or they it's time for them to pull that card. But like with Trump and his introduction of the Space Force that was, you know, and if you're telling me it's in this COVID bill that they couldn't give us $15 an hour, but they're going to, oh, yeah, disclose some alien BS in a little bit and drop bombs on Syria. It's like, oh, this new administration is nothing but I mean, like if you see they're trying to raise the, the income taxes on everything, they're raising all these taxes along yeah. with the this whole like five year olds can't be a certain gender or whatever they're trying to push onto people and how they're giving all these COVID reliefs projects to the uh what is it the pakistan trans movement or whatever like it's all pretty freaking embarrassing if you identify as an american which i do actually identify as an american citizen and that means i fight for my freedoms and i fight for my sovereignty and some of this is completely insulting to the integrity of this nation and the world and, and the world yeah, and and this this nation i mean you know i've never been much of a patriot and in my upbringing i was always raised just i don't know i didn't look at nationalism and and i'm not into government much but i i have to say though that that isn't an, it is an attack on the freest countries that are still around and there really is a takeover and it's so blatantly obvious now and i'm wondering like well where is the pushback i know like shows like this you know we're talking about it but are we are we in for a like I, I can't see a violent revolution working because that'll play into their hand. But are we in for some kind of a big pushback? I mean, because not everyone's going to get this vaccine. Australia's really pushing back. They're having lots of uh, protests in all the major cities. And, you know, I'm really I'm really happy to see that. But where's the I don't know, like I I feel. I want to have more hope and I always want to give hope on this show and close it out with a positive message. And I know there's a lot of positivity, but where is, where is the, the, the resistance and how, how do you think it should come about? It's a great question. And I have, I have an answer in mind. I'd like to reply. Um, but everyone is different also, and it'll come in many shapes and forms. So, um, I'll just tell you, and then I'll circle back to it because I want to end on a good note. The yeah. way is to create your own world. And it's been a struggle. I've witnessed it for a year now where the public schools have become total nonsense. And I've had to help create these smaller pod 
a dozen kids without masks, not social distancing, doing their own thing. It's like a little tiny private school thing and you adapt. Um, along with that, um, I've had to figure out how to like access, um, what's another way of adapting? Well, growing my own food. I'm tr trying to figure out like what would I do if I had to show vaccine record to get into my grocery stores, you know, which I wouldn't be able to go to my grocery stores anymore. We've got to learn how to adapt and make our own. I think the schooling thing is the best that I've been able to do to create my own world, quote unquote. But also um, I've started like a physical library of physical books because we can't just go browse the library anymore. We can't go to the bookstore and browse anymore. So the flow of information is being targeted. I think it's important, or it's 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 massively important to take a step back, see what's under attack, and to um, defend it, to defend it, that truth in whatever way you see fit, whatever way you can. If there's a limit of the flow of information, and your children can't go to the library anymore and browse books, then consider opening a freaking library. If they're making your children get vaccinated and wear masks and not look or touch each other or whatever, consider like creating like an underground school of sorts where your kids don't get traumatized and you can pave the way for the next generation because this is what we have to do in this world in this weird disruption is when they're creating their new, we have to create our new. But I want to definitely get back to that. So here's what they want. I've noticed because why do we have a boogeyman by the name of Bill Gates? It's so fascinating because I was rattling the cages of the world a couple years ago trying to bring awareness to the sky dimming experiment. And I went and had this protest and conference and concert in Tucson, Arizona a couple years ago. And the experiment was put on hiatus. It was postponed. But now Bill Gates is, is coming full steam ahead and the media is – literally telling the whole world, Bill Gates wants to block out your son. Bill Gates wants you to eat synthetic meat. Bill Gates owns all the farmland in the United States. Now he's the number one farmland owner in the United States, and we might be going into a food shortage. Bill Gates is now the number one rail owner in the United in, in Canada. Okay. So he's buying the infrastructure for like the transport of the channels of distribution of potentially the food network in, you know, Canada. And when the when the when the showdown really when the SHIT hits the fan and it really goes down, if it does, people will be with their pitchforks, with their hatred and fear, all towards Bill Gates, the guy who wants to depopulate the earth, who's behind the vaccinations, who's really rich and supposedly nefarious and is getting roasted on Instagram. And there's this polarization. Some people think he's okay because he's a successful Microsoft guy. And other people think that he's not a doctor and he has no expertise in this realm and that he's actually up to no good. And that seems to be the truth. But why is the controlled, viral, controlled, controlled, controlled media telling everyone through their mind control device, especially the truth seekers, that Bill Gates is the evil boogeyman? Is it disclosure? Is it consent? Or are they trying to control our rebellion, our revolution? Because I definitely saw what they did with Trump is they got us, the masses, they got us all riled up in fear and division and hatred. Trump came into office and immediately he grabbed a vagina. 
you know? That's very offensive and divisive. And, well, what if you're a truther? You got to side with Trump because he's going to drain the swamp and all this stuff is very weird and propagandized and controlled, okay? So I saw them do that and everyone voted for a possible child molesting, uh, you know, evil. Biden was not a very good candidate, but people voted for him in droves out of hatred for Trump, out of fear. So in that frequency of fear and hatred, we're not going to definitely, we're not going to rise up out of, you know, we're not going to be able to find hope and inspiration and do it right, whatever the revolution is. So it seems like they're trying to control how our revolution is dictated by what frequency. So I think, I think recognizing that and doing the opposite is very important. We're not going to be able to rally together and guillotine Bill Gates. That's not going to happen. But they seems like they're trying to get us in that vibration. So I want that to be acknowledged. But also we need to own the truth and, and to honor it with integrity. I think the first thing is to, you know, get your children an understanding of seeds, planting things. Maybe talk to your neighbor and say, hey, you know, do you want to grow potatoes this year and I'll grow carrots and we can trade? Setting up some sort of community aspect, either if it's just uh, agri- uh, if it's community uh, shared agriculture or or even, you know, anything, <laughs> really anything community oriented where it involves taking off the mask, talking face to face because they want to take away our well, our dignity, but they want to take away our communication because if you're not talking to each other one-on-one about what's going on and meeting each other at their level and, and, and showing the lies right in front of their face for what they are and realizing those lies, you know, and discussing them and having epiphanies together, you know, a cup of coffee with a neighbor can spark a revolution and they don't want that. They want us afraid of our neighbor and focusing on whether or not they think black lives matter or not. And the signs in my neighborhood now say, this house believes black lives matter, water is life, climate change is real. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) They bundle up like 10 things, literally. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm not saying that all those things are bad, but since when did anyone have to say on their doorstep what polarized, politicized, argument they were going to dive into and then bundled them all together because water is life, you know? But that doesn't mean because I know water is life, that does not mean that I'm jumping on board with any sort of other conspiratorial crap like climate change because that is an agenda-driven thing. The sea levels are not rising. We don't need to dim the earth to save ourselves from this thing. And it's very convoluted and politicized and full of falsehoods, you know? So... (laughs) yeah it's it's a mess but i really i really respect you and i'm really thankful that you have this show continuing and i think that the biggest message is baby steps you know i went to go get chicks because i want to have a couple chicks and and lay chickens and they said well live agriculture cannot be shipped in the united states there's a ban on it because of freezing temperatures in texas right now and we didn't really get into that yet but we can talk about jet stream yeah. manipulation tech and texas was a, attacked with a, a weaponized jet stream where the traditional jet stream comes right across the united states it doesn't take a right angle and go and get frigid cold temperatures and then take a right angle and come attacking the mexico border where they're usually getting the agriculture ready for the united states like literally they get the chicks ready and they ship them out to the rest of the world my community does not have chickens my entire town does not have chicks because of that storm you know 
Uh, but I think it's important for me and my family to realize and understand what the life process is and to, you know, save seeds, learn how to bake. I'm actually uh, not hoarding, but I'm getting some food reserves together to, you know, understand that maybe if my grocery store wasn't open tomorrow, I wouldn't have to freak out for maybe a week or whatever it may be. But I know people, and I was one of those people that if my grocery store wasn't open tomorrow, I would be hungry because I didn't have anything to eat at all. You know, and I think it's important to kind of see the writing on the walls because they did a run on toilet paper. What was that? Was that an experiment? Is it going to happen again? And if it happens again, is it going to be on our rice or what have you, you know? And is it going to be an amazing, important thing for us to understand how to grow on our own or to ration or whatever it may be, or even just to learn what you can pick in your community because there is stuff that actually you can wildcraft that grows locally that you would be totally shocked that even exists. You know, I didn't even know about horsetail or any of these native plants that grow year round that could, I could actually potentially sustain on if I really needed to, which is very valid, important information when it comes down to it all. So communication and the flow of information, you know, it's so important for us to keep in contact with our peers and to digest and to properly distribute these truths, especially as fears get propagandized and piled on to everyone. You know, they really couldn't do this 20 years ago when the internet wasn't so proliferated and nobody had a smartphone in their pocket. They would never been able to pull this off because everyone would be able to see through it and say, wait, you read what from where? Oh, I didn't get that information from my news source. But now that everything's been bought up and everything's under one umbrella, it's very easy to convince the public when you've got these control mechanisms, which is smart tech and the internet and everything like that. But no kidding, man. If it was the 80s or 90s, people would be laughing at um, wear a mask, wear two masks, because you wouldn't be able to get everyone to do it at once. There'd be communities that'd be like, wait, what? You're doing what? You know, give me a prick because we're not sick. Got a screen on them now. They can they can be mind control wherever they're at. It's it's um, way beyond. They everyone's got a screen telling them what's going on instead of before. You know, you read the newspaper maybe, and it wasn't as controlled. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you got to think for yourself and discern. Maybe you didn't read the paper. Maybe you got a first hand from the water cooler, and that had a filter on it. You know, which was someone else's discernment, what have you. And this is real time. You know, the things travel so fast nowadays, like literally there would be towns without masks that never got sick that were like, well, we never wear a mask. We never got sick. And people were like, oh, weird. I don't have to do it any other way. You know, it's this I swear it's been one massive setup to try to get this control grid set up, this agenda 2030, agenda 2050, whatever it may be. But definitely you can see the writing on the wall when the first thing you see is, oh, there's a coin shortage. Oh, we're going to try to get away from the physical dollar. And oh, what's what's up with the dollar and stuff? Like that was an, an agenda play. Like these things don't just happen in concert at the same time, right in front of your face. These quote unquote conspiracy theories that were hopefully never going to rear their ugly head. And now they're all happening in tandem, in concert, all at once. If you even just learn about fluoride, Let's just let me just tell people one thing. Knowledge is power. And it may seem daunting at first, and it may be like a scary kick in the face, and it may upset you, the truth, you know, but eventually it literally sets you free. You know, you start to read the ingredients of food, and then you learn, and the power of the knowledge makes you not ingest these poisons anymore. And then all of a sudden you're not eating these certain things because you learn that there's, you know, toxins in them or whatever it may be, preservatives I'm talking about. 
But in, in this reality, knowledge is power. So fluoride, fluoride comes from the production of aluminum. When Alcoa or any big aluminum manufacturer melts down aluminum, fluoride, a toxic byproduct, hazardous waste, comes melting off of fluoride, I mean of aluminum. The two were bonded together in nature. So they like to get rebonded together. But one is toxic. Well, both are toxic. Yeah. So they introduce one in a nano form in vaccines or even your deodorant or aerosolized in the chemtrails. And you get aluminum in your body. And then they introduce fluoride another way through these blue medical masks or through your toothpaste or the drinking water. And it's this slow and steady attack on your ability to think for yourself, on your discernment, on potentially your connection to your higher self or whatever because you get so dulled out. There's talk of like even the vaccines dismantling your, your God gene, your connection to your spiritual self and whatnot. But yeah. literally it's a dumbing down. And what happens is these two chemicals get in your brain, aluminum and fluoride, and then they – have a chemical reaction together as they rebond to one another, and you have these little tiny explosions in your brain, and it leads to Alzheimer's and dementia and what have you. But if you can detox and chelate and not get these certain chemicals in your body because you're embracing the empowerment of truth and owning the knowledge and using the discernment and wading the waters of lies and truths, you know, which you have to nowadays, you literally have to see it for what it is but then you can empower yourself and, and rise above it like the eagle man it's it's such an empowering thing to know the truth and to honor it and to allow it to allow your vibration to literally rise you know because the, you don't want to be held down by all these falsehoods because that lowers your vibration and doesn't allow you to become the happy healthy human that you came here to be so mm -hmm. just knowing that you can get out there and learn how to plant seeds in the real world or in people's heads, but there is the fertile soil and it's still there. And we have an amazing opportunity to shine that hundredth monkey. It could be your neighbor, you know, and it is an amazing opportunity now because we are here. We're in the midst of it. And we came here to be here to shine that light. And it will have, you know, the crest will, will the, the wave of the crest of truth will roll over eventually and we will see the light you know that that is that is here to shine it just it takes so much darkness for people to see oh there is darkness oh there is light oh i am light oh there is light and dark and oh wait you know if it, it just takes that final straw that broke the camel's back and it's up to us to try to get us there and the opportunities now and i really appreciate everyone for you know listening to the tangents and whatnot but there is there's a lot to, to pull from conversations like this because we have to see the silver lining and we have to be optimistic amongst these really weird times. You know, own your energy bubble. When you see a kid on the street, if you're wearing a mask for some reason, take it off and smile at the child. You know, when you walk out of the grocery store, tear that mask off your face or don't wear the mask at all. But every action that you have has a ripple impact, a micro, macro, and if you can do a little thing for the respect and integrity of truth and for the good, then please consider doing it because it has a ripple effect and it comes back to you tenfold and you know the world is waiting for you, so thanks. Very well said, Matt.
You know, I, I've been approached by people years back when I was more into the research of it all. And just, you know, people are like, how can you sit in fear all day and, and look at all these gloomy things and you're going to just be full of fear or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not because knowledge is empowerment. And these same people that said those kind of things way back, like early 2000s to me, are now the same people that are coming back to me like, God, you know, since COVID's happened, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Maybe maybe the, those things you were talking about are starting to come to fruition and they're starting to see the other side. So sometimes it takes seeing the darkness because in 2019, people were just going on with life as usual and there was no push to see or to chase empowerment. And I mean, even this is a little bit divisive issue, but this whole QAnon thing, Q, one good thing about it that I have to say is all those people that were reading these Q drops and stuff, some of the info on there actually inspired and empowered them to actually look for the truth. So now we have all these other people out there that are actually woken up from that the media is a lie. I mean, sure, I wish they'd wake up from other things too and went to other channels and whatnot. But the ultimate thing is 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 taking this this time where we actually see the evil right in front of our face for people to get into the right mind and the right empowerment to realize we don't want this anymore. And that's it. Exactly. Well, they'll face a point of no return where you have, you know, you're standing at the edge of the cliff. What are you yeah. going to do? You know, you have one choice or the other and definitely we're being primed to be able to, to shine that light and be the guidance for the people to show them the way. And some, some of those people though, not to be a negative Nancy, but some of those people that were, that were talking down on you saying that you were, um, just in fear when you're talking about chemtrails and that you're propagating the chemtrails by focusing on them and your fear is the problem. A lot of those people are engulfed in fear right now and they're going out in the world wearing bubbles and wearing masks in their car and shaming you for not wearing a mask. And it, I'd, like, I'd like for them to look in the mirror and actually see the frequency that they're emanating and where they're at because fear is the virus. Eliminate the fear and we can all go back to being, you know, on our trajectory towards um, learning, you know, learning how to be happy, happy humans and, and creating our new world, which I see this timeline. They're trying to really steer it towards a weird space. But if we can um, acknowledge, acknowledge it acknowledge the the course and the direction that it's trying to be steered i think just seeing it for what it is is very 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 powerful and we are the co-creator manifestors we are very powerful spiritual beings and that's why they need everybody on the same page kind of consenting to it and creating their own demise but we can snap it because we're the bringers of the dawn we're the bringers of the truth you know the the shiners of the light and even just a little bit of light can can cast away darkness altogether. So I don't have any doubt that it's going to be a bumpy ride, but we can definitely pull this off. But for sure, it's it, it's not the time to, to slack. You know, no. if you have any sort of inkling to be an activist or to shine your light in a certain way, the time is now. I just, just being there the other day when I was standing on the street corner, I'm holding signs. Um, anti-COVID signs, 
showing the people out there that they're not alone was so empowering because I know so many people feel so daunted that they think that they're the only one with this truth and that they're like, like some people are so ashamed to put the mask on, you know? I saw a lady take it off and throw it in the trash can saying, thank you guys for being out here. I hate this crap. But some people just get in line because they're peers. They've surrounded themselves with this friend circle that may have not, you know, it's compromised. Sorry. <laughs> it is. It's a compromised friend circle. So I really encourage people to find your tribe now more than ever and shine your light. And if, if the people you're surrounding yourself with don't help you rise to the fullest, then consider refining your vibration as much as you possibly can because the time is now, you know. It is now. Definitely. Never been more than ever before. It is now. Matt, I think we should probably wrap this up, but I want to promote your website and your clothing company a little more and, and tell people where to reach you and how to get a hold of you and all that stuff. So, um, you are also making a sequel to Frankenstein, so I wanted to have you talk a little bit about that too before we're out of here. Oh yeah, so there is the sky dimming experiment unraveling in Sweden where Bill Gates and um, this Harvard professor David Keith want to spray the skies, uh, launching basically launching chemtrails slash geoengineering as a solution to dim our planet to make sure uh, global warming doesn't get too crazy but what they're trying to do is sidestep decades of treason because there's been all the spraying and it is the problem if there is a problem with any sort of issues with the climate which is the hegelian dialectic problem reaction solution where you know they're they're lying the whole way through so that is going to be exposed further in the new documentary franken skies to climate chains like shackles because of the lies that climate change is and then also, of course, we'll talk about the weaponized jet stream in Texas and the fires, which we could do a whole show on. Last year, California had record 11,000 lightning Light strikes, strikes in like a day's time. And all these forest fires are ignited by these lightning strikes in these drought-stricken forests that have been sprayed with fire accelerants. Now, you can make it rain over these fires, but instead... There's windstorms geoengineered over these fires. And when people can actually sink their teeth into the ease at which we can now seed and make and precipitate rain, then drought should not even be a thing. It's a fear-mongering, fear tactic through the controlled media and whatnot. And also forest fires should, should be easily quelled with um, engineered rain over them. So all this will be exposed in Frankenskies 2. Please check out frankenskies2.com. You can go on there into the chemtrail section and you can upload footage even um, if you want to help with the film and add your chemtrail footage or just photos if you want to share anonymously. Please also check out frankenskies.com for the film, the first film if you haven't seen it. And then definitely actualactivists.com is a one-stop shop for truth. The vaccine section has a uh, peer-reviewed vaccine study that's priceless. And there's a GMO, fluoride, chemtrail section, 5G, all sorts of information on EMF radiation. And if you scroll down on the homepage, you'll definitely learn something about the occult or 
nutrition. There's so many things that the truth frequency envelops. And then also, please check me out on Instagram, Sparrow Gear, S-P-E-R-O, which Sparrow is the clothing line. It's a Latin word for hope because I'm bringing, trying to bring hope to the next generation to protect the children from this radiation so that they can be healthy in this world of pervasive radiation and what have you. And then on Instagram, I, I think I said Sparrow Gear, S-P-E-R-O Gear, and SparrowGear.com. And then Facebook, Matt Landman, and YouTube, Matt Landman. And I appreciate all the listeners and support out there. And I appreciate people continuing to tune into your show because how many years have you been doing this? Uh, 2013. Wow. That's great. Hey, that's getting up there now. Yeah. I happen fast, but life happens fast. So yeah, that's why you have to yeah. take advantage of every moment. Well, if it was a child, eight years old is um, a, a child on the verge of becoming a young adolescent. You know, I'm, I've surrounded myself with a nine-year-old recently and the nine-year-old is going through what's called the nine-year change, it seems. And when you become nine, there's this period where you're on the verge of embracing or rejecting that you're going to soon be double digits. So you think that you've all of a sudden become an adult and you know everything and you, and, and you can do no wrong. But they, for parents out there, don't worry, they, they get through it. But the nine-year change is a fascinating thing. It's, humans are very psychological. And if society says that double digits equals this, or you should be this way when you're that, or you should die when you're 89 or whatever, we're very easily engineered. So snapping out of that is something that, that a child or even an elderly person can still do. That's right. That's right. Age is just a number. I mean, you know, if you think that you're over at 50, you're, you know, you're going you're gonna to start going that direction. But, you know, 50 for some people is a new 40. So it just depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt, um, I, I appreciate you coming on. And I think that, you know, like this show is just is just a small show. I started because I was concerned about the world. And I'm glad to be able to bring people like you and others on that want to share that because it does make a difference. Although this is a small show, it makes a difference in the world because someone shares it with someone else. And then before you know it, they start getting these beacons of light that are in these dark times. And it, you know, you might wake up the next, the next person that makes a huge splash. It's a huge ripple. So thank you for coming on, Matt. And we'll have to have you back on and talk about these fires. I think that could be a show definitely on its own. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I I would love to talk about the fires and, um, how I've, um, discovered that the direct energy weapon may be just at the ground level with the surging of smart meters down the line. Um, in conjunction with the the cell towers, like directing, they could actually direct fires, but that's a whole nother story. And yes, you can be that spark. You can be that spark for anyone out there. And the light is this, contagious ripple effect just like fear can be so never never underestimate your true potential everyone thank you so much for listening thank you